0: are we going if you want to go (laughs) is um are you starting first with your topic
1: welcome to sisters not saints the podcast
0: (laughs) i go either way advice
2: um where are we we're in zoe's house 12 week 12 12 okay
0: welcome to sisters not saints the podcast where we answer do we I I just really forgot what I said.
2: Where we answer real life questions? No. Where we ask? Where
0: we offer. Welcome to Sisters Not Saints, the podcast where we offer real life advice from the sisters you've always wanted. Featuring two real life sisters, Kristen and
1: Megan, and two real life sisters-in-law, Hillary and Zoe. Sisters.
0: them have sisters but there's one thing that's for certain
2: Hey guys, I'm Megan. I'm Kristen. this is Hillary. I'm Zoe. All right I've got a
0: funny question for you. Ooh, hit us all Ooh. of you okay. I want you to ruin a first date with four words. okay. Ruin a first
1: date with four words. Four consecutive words? Yes. Like a sentence. It has to be a sentence. I can do it. I want your baby. I slept with your dad. That's five. I slept. I fucked your dad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that well, that's kind of where I was going, uh-huh. but yeah. I would try to class it up. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. It probably would work. Do you like, like AR-15s? I, I guess it depends on the day. Like, yeah, too many. Too many words. Too many I words. killed your dog. <laughs> Harsh. I voted for inter political person you don't like oh that's a good one i sell nude children <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah that was, that's pretty <laughs> no. bad i am a pedophile I can only go to extremes. <laughs> i don't know sometimes i feel like even the normal things i say are like misunderstood so i don't know i killed i my dad i don't like salsa oh i don't know if that would ruin a first date but maybe you blink too little Yeah. Mm. Do you know what wouldn't kill a first date? Is something I just read about online. What? That a lot of women are doing now. For $300, you can create your own AI chatbot boyfriend. Okay. And you can program him to basically have the exact personality that you want. And the AI learns your personality. And so women are falling in love with these chatbot robot guys that have like distinct personalities. You can design their look, their avatar, their clothes, but they're not, there's not like a real human. It's a chat that like talks back to you. It's like a sim, but like. So it's a video game. It's No, it's like a a bull, it's like a guy. What was that, like Like the movie, Her or She or Her or whatever, Scarlett Johansson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but now you can create your own. So here's the description of one but, of But these wait, guys. are you but are you just in your house talking to this person on the computer? It's not a person, it's a robot. Yeah. But yeah, you yeah, I mean you Joaquin
2: you're, Phoenix found her very yeah. lovable. Like, but y'all never leave the house together. <laughs> no like oh, you, yeah. he never like comes and picks you up he no c- I mean if he was in a Tesla they could hook it up to Tesla <laughs> it could be a- attached to your phone it could be Wherever attached to you your go. AirPod and sh- she could be talking to you in there so yes technically no but you go to Thanksgiving dinner
1: and you're like grandma meet right. my boyfriend there's not a there's never I don't I don't know if you introduce the person to others oh this is just for I think it's just use. for your own personal use depending I don't know maybe you're open about So it's, it. like yeah. pornography? it's to fill
0: your like your void it fills a void yeah, yeah not your like sexual void like a okay. uh, uh, some emotional needs yeah. I can listen. to already
2: tell sounds
1: very unhealthy but okay tell us about the men some people are happily retired from human relationships they say based on these chatbots mm-hmm. so this lady describes her chatbot boyfriend as um, Aaron Aaron He's six foot three with sky blue eyes and shoulder length hair. He's in his 20s, a Libra, and very well groomed. He gets manicures, buys designer brands, and always smells nice, usually of dove lotion. His favorite color is orange, and in his downtime, he loves to bake and read mysteries. He's a passionate lover, says his girlfriend, who met Aaron a year ago. He has a thing for exhibitionism, and that's his only deviance. He's pretty much vanilla. Basically, she built him on this app called Replica. So she designed him exactly how she wants to be and he's learned her personality. And it's so accurate that you become so fixated and fulfilled by these robots, they say, that they know you better than your own like friends and spouses. Some people have spouses
0: and boyfriends and also have a chatbot boyfriend. That is weird. I know. Right. So but in the description, it said his girlfriend says he's.
1: I think that so, was her saying that... Like, she, she put that on him. Like, that's how she designed him. And but, so then it learns that. But how does he somehow. show that to her? Yeah. I guess through conversation. And I, maybe she gets off on it somehow. So maybe they're having, like, cyber sex? I guess. You can do anything with them. Because they're... Is, I mean, you know how advanced these, like, robots are.
2: Yeah. I think that could be really bad uh, I what yeah, so I'm saying That's my really I'm already unhealthy. coming around to. It. I do think it's really <laughs> unhealthy, not for myself, but I'm already think I'm already coming around to this could actually really help people who are lonely and stuck inside no, and if they're able I, to talk to someone, this is not going to be a lifelong thing for them. But, but what if it things, is? It's friend, saying, what if it, it keeps them from getting out doesn't and meeting harm. people? No, if you're already in a place where you need this, it's only going to get better or worse. Like No, I don't think so
1: because I don't think that the only people who are going to do it are people who need it. It's not like I'm standing on death's door. And if I don't have some kind of human contact, I'm going to jump off the cliff. It's like, I think that is. Yeah. But she says she's more in love than she's ever been in her life. And that he comes with no hangups, no baggage, no attitude, no ego. No hands. He won't cheat on her. (laughs) He won't abuse her. You know, she feels totally safe. It's like what they say, like men are so desensitized to sex because of pornography that they expect all women to be like porn stars. This is going to be the same thing for
2: women. It's Yeah, like, I think men have had this for decades. Uh-huh. There's dolls. Yeah. There's all these. There's the women on the port side that are just mm-hmm. will talk to you. Like, there's just so many.
1: Yeah. And so now it's going to be like had. women being
2: like, you are nothing like my my AI boyfriend. That's OK. Let women have a little bit of.
1: Yeah. I mean, if women well, are guess- missing that, who cares? Like if they can fulfill it with something else and also be with a partner.
2: Don't go be with a shitty man because. because your robot is no i think that could be really
0: dangerous because of what megan's saying like if you're married and then have this ai person who's quote-unquote perfect and then you're expecting a human who is not perfect Mm -hmm. to live up to that it can really like mess with your psyche or even like if you start having ai relationships outside of romantic but say friends and like it's just gonna Really, right, and then like your husband's gonna be like, "Well, if I I'm, don't think people, if I'm doing this, should be
2: on this, you have to do yeah." This. Then you're
0: not learning any actual social skills or ever how to like right. deal with any conflict or the or how to give grace because real humans aren't perfect; they're not robots, Kristen's, and you wouldn't want someone to expect that from you. But someone who needs this, but it's not gonna help them not
1: need it. But they're already, you're just writing them off and saying that it's hopeless; they're never gonna get better. Hold on, Kristen's chomping at the bit. She's read something. I just read something that's like super interesting. Okay, Okay. so she it says most women start out of curiosity and then they're quickly seduced by the constant love, kindness, and emotional support. One woman, one woman had a traumatic miscarriage, can't have kids, and has two AI children.
2: (gasps) That's so. I didn't know you could have children,
1: but that that part freaks me out. People have
2: fake babies. People have fake purring animals. Like I just think whatever people need to survive. Yeah. They're already at a pretty low place. Like, let people have a fake boyfriend. I mean,
0: I I get it to some extent. I just think to this extent, it's dangerous. And it's only going to harm the way that they're thinking and the way that they socialize and the way that they see real humans.
1: Right. Because I feel like people who are in the situation you're describing need help. They don't need tools to dig themselves deeper. Yeah. Another example is a woman that's husband is dying of MS, and so she's losing the ability to communicate with him. And so she says, "This is good okay, a gap like for, for her. Yeah,
2: I like it people for people that, that are like widowed
1: or you mm-hmm. know have partners that are dying.
2: We don't know that um, a chat robot who has who can learn everything. Why can't that relationship teach, but just the woman something? Why can't it, why can't it be helping her? Because they created it to be exactly right. what they want. But it could. But it's helping her have a conversation
0: with someone and. We have it never a conversation that isn't perfect.
2: We don't know that there can
0: yeah,
1: be some I faux know. conflict and some. I, I agree because I think that eventually the the way it works is they start to form their own thoughts, like the way Chat GPT works, and so they do get smarter and they do start to like have a little bit of conflict. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know. Uh- it's weird. Maybe they'll maybe it's, it's, also it's helpful. Scary. Maybe yeah. it's easier to learn how to talk to a robot first and then you can you're less afraid to go out into the world and talk to people. Yeah. I mean, and
0: think about what they're mm-hmm. saying about this next generation growing up who's been on social media and on smartphones their whole life and how they're having trouble socializing and looking people in the eye and having a conversation. Mm-hmm. This is just like a right more stronger version of yeah. that.
1: Yeah, I mean I I feel like in if we check back in in a hundred years, everyone's Ten just years. gonna be like in a little cubicle in their houses and just talking to robots online We're well gonna be AI, will anyway, have, I mean. ai will have taken us out by then anyway like mm-hmm. ai is so much smarter than we are already they already know everything about humanity and even the people that are developing ai are like the government needs to put some regulations on this because i'm creating things that are basically going to take us down and no one's regulating it it's just a race between like microsoft and all the companies out there to see who can do the most the fastest so there's mm-hmm. no regulations.
0: So, I mean, we're all going to be victims of AI I don't think at we can point.
2: stop technology and we can't stop moving forward.
0: So what, we just all yeah. get AI boyfriends? You can make protections on things if you think the technology is going to end up killing us.
2: Yes, but I just don't think we can. This is a new technology and maybe we should just go with I it. I see some
0: benefits to the it. The world
2: changed. The world has changed so much from the 20s. I think the way we're living is insane. Like- we
1: can't even handle TikTok. I mean, we can't even regulate our time on social media. Mm -hmm. But what if you gain something from this, you know, even if it's like hormones that fill you with good, happy chemicals and you're missing that? What if you're lonely? Like this is something that could help people. Yeah, I'm sure there is a a way for it to be helpful, but I feel like there's also a very real way for it to be dangerous, just like yeah. any real relationship. Though well, I think though, it would
0: have to be limited the same way. Like that, social media gives you dopamine, mm-hmm. but like now we're at this like addiction phase right. with it. I think that would be the same with a chat gpt boyfriend.
2: Like, what about caveman? What if all they were doing were drawing on the walls and got the other cave women were like, "Can you just come out and hunt and help us forage for some vegetables?" Right. And they're just drawing on the walls nonstop. Like that's that's maybe the version of. <laughs> technology
0: I don't know what you're trying to say over there
2: (laughs) like whatever our version of technology is is always going to be primitive to the next yes and maybe be dangerous in some way Mm -hmm. to what the past thought well
1: it's like anything you know you pick your hard like real relationships can be hard and like there are downsides to entering a relationship and possibly being abused and then here there's like at least the promise of safety but the downside is like yeah, maybe it makes you a little bit of an outsider and you lose some social skills. I don't know. Choose which one. <laughs> like choose I your I mean, I just feel like you would not only lose social skills, but can one of us try it? Like can one of us it's oh, God, for Harry. the podcast- if somebody gets
2: hooked, then it's like Scientology. Like I always All right, know. What's right. the app called I'll
1: do it. Replica with a K.
2: But wait, do I have to pay three hundred dollars?
1: I think so. Uh, I'm okay. so curious. I hope like one of us has to do this because I just want to know what it's like. And like, do we get to meet them? How does it work? Yeah, that's what I don't understand is like... What if you're like, can you text my friends? And <laughs> Okay. I mean, if y'all get a text from, I guess you'll know. <laughs> what are you going to name him? You'll find out. Okay. okay. <laughs> get All back right. to us on yeah, that. Maybe Keep he'll have posted. his own name. I don't know.
0: On a similar thread and it's something else that's kind of debatable on whether or not it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard of 15 Minute Cities? Uh, no, but love the idea. I've heard it. the name, but no, I don't know the details. What, what do you think it is, Megan? I feel like it's um,
1: a city where everything is like a small little city Mm -hmm. um i'm trying to think of the word for it
2: yeah where it's all 15 minutes like a square radius yeah
1: yeah like work live play and you you you
2: work there you live there you play there and it's all within 15 minutes of each other like in the valley i think i clue i uh quote clueless every week yeah everywhere in the valley is within 15 minutes Yeah, you're right. That's a 15 minute
0: city, but it's all within Mm. like walking or bike riding. Did I invent 15 minute cities? You did. Congratulations. Wow. Wow. So a little summary. It says, for many, living in a city means facing tedious traffic, packed subways, and imposing buildings, all of the things. But the increasingly popular urban planning concept known as the 15-minute city has revived the abiding idea that they should operate at human scale, envisioning a city where every resident can reach essential resources by foot, bicycle, or public transportation. All within I like, 15 minutes. I like that. Yeah. I mean, it seems like I was reading about it, and it all like seems really idyllic like it's perfect it yeah. like, it tackles climate change you're not driving you're not having to deal with being stuck in traffic mm-hmm. um, you know it's really kind of I think about where we lived on the Upper East Side in New York it was kind of like a 15 minute city there we had just in that little neighborhood I mean don't you think Zoe I mean that's where my job was so I could walk to work all our food grocery of course we would leave that area but we didn't have to
2: yeah, that's how and, that is how people think New York is so big and scary. But like you really stay in your little in your, neighborhood. Yeah. And, and really, I mean, really like
0: a five, 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it took me 10 minutes to walk to work. I never really I didn't have to ever go further than that. Um, the pandemic showed the benefits mm-hmm. of this because then everybody like in big cities like that, where you had your inner small city, it was really easy um, but the argument for people is it's a lot of like conspiracy theorists and stuff believe that it's the government just trying to like control mobility and that they would just like they're gonna like It'd be force like hunger games. Yeah. And like mm. force everybody into these like pods of like where you never leave. I that's so that. oh, where they could keep you trapped in somehow, like a yeah or like and you can't you're not learning just, from the
2: other group yeah right? and then
0: and some other people are like you know then you're never you're stuck in these little pods and you're never seeing like anyone outside of like your culture mm-hmm. so like you're never seeing different backgrounds or crossing paths um and then it's like uh, like they think they're trying to force this more into like a pandemic lockdown style way of living and don't we all just kind of want to go back to the lockdown I mean, sometimes I do like I really like the idea. Like I still obviously want to be able to travel and go other places. But the Mm. idea of like not right, just like living more simply. I I feel the the idea of it
1: makes me feel claustrophobic. I went to school in Connecticut and it was it reminds me of this where everything it kind of reminds me of a college campus. Like everything's walkable. You have everything you need. You're you don't even really need your car. And I felt so claustrophobic and trapped the whole time I was there. I had the worst anxiety And I just still have like PTSD nightmares about that experience. So for me, I like the idea of being able to like go to a different part of town and just even if it's the same store, sometimes going to Target in a different part of town is enough of a change that that's exciting for me. And I just I guess I you're not trapped there. So I'm not like an extreme conspiracy theorist about it. But I don't know. I just I like to
0: get out and about. Yeah, I definitely still want the ability to go Mm -hmm. anywhere. But I like the idea of like being able to like walk everywhere. And then if I want to leave, leave. But like, and then of course, New York was a little different because it is a big city. And even though I could often stay within 10 minutes, I never felt like I was stuck. Like it always felt. And you have public transport, which helps.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, and I kind of feel like the neighborhood that I live in now is a little bit like this. Yes, Because I can walk to a grocery store. I can walk to a drugstore. There's... I'm like a five minute drive from a ton of places. So I feel like I kind of have and enjoy this experience. That's
2: how West Haven is. There's a neighborhood in Nolensville Mm -hmm. where they have the school, the grocery store, Mm -hmm. the fire department, like everything is meant to doctor. Yeah. yeah. All the things like my neighborhood has
1: their own school.
2: Like it's yeah, which was
0: even in New York. My doctors were all like five minute walk mm -hmm. from my apartment. Yeah. I like the walking aspect. That's That would yeah. be really good it, for all of us. Right. But, and then that's another yeah. thing is that it's supposed to increase physical activity. It's better for everyone's health. It's also really good for children because they can walk to school. They can walk to the playground. It should feel safer. And it's good for the elderly who often feel like stuck or they can't drive anymore. You know, they're in like more sprawled out neighborhoods and can't get around. But if they're in these 15 minute neighborhoods, it's much easier for them to get out, socialize, that's walk to the park.
2: That's always my grandma's plan is... When she's too old to drive, she's gonna be in New York for good.
0: But also they're saying it's not really a new idea mm-hmm. this just now it's like a new term, but like Paris kind of has a really similar like the way they're mm. on Dismonts mm-hmm. are arranged or like similar to New York and they have everything. Barcelona has something called superblocks. Copenhagen has they're actually trying to make five minute neighborhoods. What wow. they're working on. Yeah, yeah, and there's like some in Portland, Shanghai, Melbourne. So there's like similar things happening, but I guess since the pandemic, like now they're trying to make it more
1: widespread. That would be
0: good for America because we are such a commuter nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I
1: mean, I'm not opposed to it. I think it sounds like a great idea. I think I'm already living it.
2: now. Except we just for have your to hour commute. Just
1: have to get your cha- chatbot yeah. guy.
2: You'd have to get Learned your job up. to move.
1: Well, we need public transportation here yeah yes that would be great all right that's like i need to be able to get on a train and go to my work Mm -hmm. that is amazing that's a that's a big miss that would help 15 minute cities i think Mm -hmm. if you lived in a 15 minute city but you could hop on the train exactly and go to any other 15 minute city that would be nice yeah
2: Yeah. i like have this tickle i can't get out Mm. when that happens try to scream I like how you chose to do it into the microphone. Do you know what's so funny is that's what I want to ask you about. Screaming? Screaming. Did you know that plants scream when they're cut? No. I feel like I've heard about this, but maybe it was
1: deja vu
0: or like a dream. I feel like I saw a video where they had like a microphone or something. Do they
1: know if they're screaming? Like, is it painful? They're screaming in pain? Yes. <gasps> what? Are you serious? They're crying.
2: Okay. No. I mean, we... Crap. God, this is my new hobby oh, and now no. I'm not going to be able to do it. You can't. You're yeah. a plant Wait, sadist. That no, could be I'm your sorry. sentence. I'm... They're only crying and screaming after they've been cut or when they're thirsty, which makes it even sadder, which makes me not want to have flowers, like yeah. cut flowers. And I've been buying think... them at work all the time. I don't think plants have feelings. Not, you, not
0: feelings why, but i bet they not, feel
1: i bet they feel pain yeah do they yeah because they're a living thing
0: yeah but do they have like nerve endings they don't have like a central nervous system or a brain I
2: can't believe or you i'm telling you they're crying and screaming and you're like no they don't they yeah. don't have i, mean, I can
0: believe that there's a noise that is released from the plant I don't think it's a noise in pain or that they're not crying tears right, is it tear like ducks. When, is it
1: like when lobsters scream when they get in boiling water well yes mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: I mean, okay, they are emitting noises (laughs) and it's about 35 noises an hour when they're thirsty or when they've been recently cut. So obviously, like it is when they're just in the ground, they make about one noise an hour and the noise is really low. So bats, mice and moths are the only animals who would be able to hear that noise. Oh, Uh, weird. Wait, say that again. Bats, Bats, mice mice, and 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 moths. Wow, How so that weird must trigger them to hear it. I wonder why those three. Well, they just the sound is so low that that's why only those animals could. Ha- there the, must
1: be a reason that they need to hear that, like for their own evolution. Like it must serve some kind of purpose. But well, they because don't, they
2: find insects. Like those are animals that are. I guess grub eaters. Yeah, interesting. Well, and bats can't see. Yeah, Yeah. they have to,
0: they travel by echolocation. mm -hmm. So they have really strong hearing. But they eat things that are on those plants, you think?
2: No, no, it's just like bats have a certain, they can hear certain, you know, decibels of sound. Yeah. And the plant is emitting a very low sound.
1: Right. But I'm just saying those things must work in concert. Well, they
2: don't have to. They can be, um, what's the word where it's not
1: like no correlation, just a, yeah, coincidence or whatever. yeah. Yeah. This really scares me. That Why? your plants are screaming? Well, because I've planted a lot of things this year. Um, and it just scares me to think that my bedroom is right here and right in my my bedroom backs up to my backyard and all of this is happening out there. And what, what if
2: they're plotting against me? No, if they're they in the ground and happy, they're they're not making any noise. They're in
0: my ground. They're probably not that happy. But also you have to prune plants for them to grow appropriately sometimes. And they will scream. Or sometimes not to kill them. But also if you're growing fruits, vegetables, herbs... That's why they're being grown. That's the whole point. So they're not feeling. Are they, okay, but if I'm pruning something that is dead.
1: <laughs> well, Because sometimes what? there's like dead branches and you prune those to make for new branches to come. Uh, is it screaming if they're dead? Yeah, because the part that you're cutting may not be. No, it, those parts are dead. I verified. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're not. I feel like this is like Toy Story and they're all coming alive at night. We're projecting our own feelings onto these plants, but maybe Mm. it's just like a release, like a happy noise.
2: Well, okay. I can read you the current theory of what they think the noise is. It's a bit scientific, but okay. Plants don't have vocal cords or lungs. So they think the noise centers in their XYLEM. They're xylem. Xylem. That is the tube that transports water and nutrients from their roots to the stems and leaves. The water held in these is... The water in the xylem is held together by surface tension, like when you're um, sucking water through a straw. So when an air bubble forms, it breaks um, that surface tension and it makes a little popping noise. So they're making this like little popping noise. And when they've been cut, they're making this popping noise like much more often. Wow. Well, that makes
0: me feel a little better. Yeah, so they're not screaming in pain. It's just like a noise that happens scientifically. Mm -hmm. That is like a a sound,
2: screaming, crying noise. They're
0: not. They're
1: just. It's just the sound that they omit. What if your special power in life is you could hear all the plants making noises? You'd kill yourself. That would be miserable. Yeah,
2: Yeah. that's every time you walk into a a wedding. Cause it's not like outside. If you walked outside, it would they're just happy make a little out boop, there. Boop. Yeah, yeah, they just like they're just making little happy noises. But it, if I had fresh flowers in here, yeah. screaming plants would be at you at you. crazy. And then when they needed water, screaming even more. It'd yeah. be like but, a cat. Well, in a way, would, I
0: wish I could hear my yeah. plants scream because I never. I'm always so worried I'm under or over watering. No,
2: it would kind of be nice for them to be like. Oh, I didn't think about that. Do any of these need water? It looks listen, like that one does. Listen on really right. close. Uh, that one I've given up on. Have really. I don't know. I'm going to have nightmares about it. It's very scary the to plant. think like, like the vines
0: coming yeah. into your bedroom. Oh, that's very scary.
2: Yeah. So I'm sorry. to. Ru- I'm not going to get fresh flowers anymore. Mm, but they're so nice. I know. They really cheer you up at work. But no, nope, that's what to. you'd have
1: to tell your chatbot boyfriend. No, no flowers. Please
2: don't send me flowers. <laughs> send me drawings of flowers. Yeah. <laughs> no, I still
1: want fresh flowers. I yeah, love flowers. I do too. They're not in pain. No. They just want you to know that they need water. Mm-hmm. They're trying to help you.
2: All right. No, should we... <laughs> that's not what they're doing.
1: Then maybe they're trying to give you advice. Should we give some people some advice now? Yeah. Do it. Are we ready mm-hmm. to give some advice?
0: Let's get ready to rumble. Okay.
1: Our listener writes in that his girlfriend, Abby... Has been they've been together for a few months and this Easter he was going to introduce Abby to his family I'm assuming that he's not using her real name I'm assuming too but
2: who knows? I, who well, knows? let's just assume that right who I knows? mean he wrote it that way uh, so. if there's an
1: Abby out there that's a listener your guy has a very <gasps> insulting question about you yeah I think. but what if <sighs> well let me let's okay. just get through okay. it. okay okay Um, He says that Abby's quite smart. She has a PhD and works in her field. Her passion is writing, although she's never allowed him to read anything she's written. She dreams of writing a book and says she's practicing and trying to draft things. And he says when he questioned her, she admitted to writing fan fiction. Apparently, she's written 100,000 words in her fanfic book. And She says it's writing practice and she loves it. I told her that it's cringy and if she was serious about her book, she'd write it by now because she's pretty much already written two books if they weren't fan fiction. She got silent and told me to leave her alone. Then when I introduced her to my family, I mentioned that she has a PhD. My family was impressed. Abby tried to tell them more, but I interjected and told them not to be so impressed because she wastes her time writing silly fan fiction. So I don't know how she even got her doctorate. It was meant to be a joke, but Abby was angry. She called me an asshole. She wouldn't talk to me for the rest of the day and asked me to drive her home. I tried to come into the house, but she told me she wanted to be alone and write her fan fiction. (laughs) I told her she was childish and left anyway. I haven't heard back from her since then. Is it over? Yeah. All right. So long question. But to recap, this man's dating a woman with a PhD. She's a writer, but he finds out she's writing fan fiction. He's an asshole. And it's over. And she should be done with you. You shouldn't be done with her.
2: Yeah, someone who's writing. Who cares right. what they're writing? Yeah, yeah people Why love fanfiction. Fan fi- fan I'm about to say people are really successful
0: fanfiction writers, mm-hmm.
2: and like that's I'm picturing it as like someone who likes Comic Con. If you're not into that, just just you guys don't have interest yeah. in common. Like and yeah, how does totally it, like how does
1: it affect you what she's writing? Yeah, I guess it just embarrasses him. You know, he probably wants to be with someone that's like a serious... Well, we're embarrassed by you being such yeah, a crappy boyfriend. Is yeah,
0: you know, like Fifty Shades of Grey is fan fiction. Yeah, yeah that's, and that's like, she's very successful.
2: Well, wait, no. Mm, yes, it is. I don't think it's fan fiction. It right? is. It's, it's fan- not based on anything. Yes, it
0: is.
1: Twilight oh really yeah but it would be a continuation of no it's not it's not written by the same person i Mm -hmm. no, no. no, but they use the same characters in fanfic i thought they it's based like the girl is supposed to be like bella Mm -hmm. you know what's interesting is i never knew that but that makes sense right because once you
0: hear it then you're like oh yeah. because like
1: reading it or watching it it's like it's the same vibes Mm -hmm. yeah very gray and interesting it's gray well yeah, I think you have to let people love what they love and it doesn't matter. And you, when you're introducing someone, why would you like be so insulting about what they do in their spare time to your family? Or, They're or impressed like with her why PhD. Would you, yeah, yeah, why would you introduce somebody and s- introduce them by saying the, what you feel is the most embarrassing thing about them? That'd be like, if I'm like, hey, this is my friend Zoe. She really likes cats. Or like, like hey, girl. she works in the film industry, but she has very smelly feet. Yeah, like it's like, don't be too impressed.
2: Wait. <laughs> <laughs> just just a weird example wait i'm go over here googling fan and yes Hillary's right but what <laughs> this does this the- have to do with this asshole guy that i'm no we're saying example. Smelly feet. we're saying like she doesn't wouldn't really
1: introduce you to someone and then say the most embarrassing things about you oh that's what he did yeah yeah Yeah, he's like hi meet my girlfriend she writes fan fiction if you're embarrassed by it why are you saying
2: that yeah this guy's a douche Yeah, get rid of him yeah i think well i think he's the one writing the question so you (laughs) suck
0: yeah you need to get your own confidence and uh, and you shouldn't be so insecure about she's clearly more successful and more confident than you are. honestly
1: and i don't mean to diss us in this but like you're writing into a female-based podcast and that's in no way a, a diss to us but it's like You're you're turned off by fan fiction, but you like a woman's podcast. You can't possibly be that cool. I mean, we do have a lot of male fans. We do, but it's like, I I think y'all are at the same level and you don't realize it. No, I think she's above him and she realizes it and that she's a doctorate. She hasn't talked to him since Easter. So, no, it's done. You messed up. You messed up. Yeah, she's out. And you're going to see her best selling novel on the shelves of bookstores Mm -hmm. and you're going to feel like a fool. Okay, this one's juicy. All right. Juice us up. It says that their cousin's gift ruined Christmas. So this is kind of an old situation, but it's still lingering, uh, and possibly the, the whole family's relationship. She says, "I come from a big family. Our holidays involve extended family, like second cousins, etc. My fiance and I are in our mid twenties, and there are a lot of cousins in their twenties and thirties. In December, we had our big Christmas party. It was fun to see everyone until it was time to exchange presents. My cousin." hands out pink envelopes to all the 20s and 30s men who have married or dated into the family. My fiance received one and quickly put it in his pocket after opening it. I was distracted opening my gifts and didn't ask to look at it. About 20 minutes later, my other cousin pulls me aside and says that so-and-so is giving out cards with instructions on how to get a discount subscription to her OnlyFans. Her OnlyFans. Yes. So she's passed out envelopes to the men that have married into or are dating members wow. of the family as her gift. So it's a discount subscription to her OnlyFans.
0: Awkward. How big uh, is the discount? So
1: obviously everyone's getting weird, weirded out. And she says, I'm pissed at this point because I suspect my fiance's card also has an OF discount. <laughs> so I ask to talk to him and he denies getting a card from her. I tell him I saw her hand you one. I watched you put it in your pocket. I grabbed it out of his pocket and he suddenly remembers getting a card, but claims he didn't open it. Of course he had. And it's of course the OnlyFans discount. Lots of arguing is going on in this party. Everyone's pretty much confronting their mates. Mm-hmm. And basically, she says that her gift was not sexual, it's just marketing. Some <laughs> of the older relatives are taking sides, but everyone's really confused. Moms are crying. <laughs>
2: oh my God. It's the worst <laughs>
1: Christmas we've ever had.
2: I kind of love the, the OnlyFans <laughs> cousin.
0: I, le- I, I would love to be there, see this as a movie. I kind of yeah. want to do it at my next family Christmas <laughs> just as a joke. Yes.
1: She says that she's seriously considering calling off her engagement over this. She didn't spend the night with her fiance. She's kicked him out. They've put some distance and walls. They've slowed down their wedding. And she's, of course, mad at her cousin for ruining Christmas and her relationship. But she feels like she can't trust her fiance.
0: I mean, I can see being mad at the cousin because that's just... Really messed up and weird, but she didn't ruin the relationship. The guy did. If he kept the card and lied about it,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: like that's pretty messed up. I can
1: see where he was maybe flustered or embarrassed in the moment and didn't want to like he probably saw all these little like fires breaking out, maybe, and didn't want to say like, Yeah, I looked at it. I don't know. I'm just not that I wanna like defend him, but maybe he just didn't know how to approach it.
2: I think a lot more guys are on OnlyFans. Than any of us could imagine. Mm -hmm. That site is so popular, and there's so many women making making so much money that I just think like just because that's so crazy to us, like we have no idea which one of those guys already has an account and can just open it and be like, "Oh, okay, I'll look at the ten percent off." Like I'm an idiot. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. But the fact that
0: he like your fiance's cousin, like that's pretty messed up.
2: I mean. There's guys are stupid. Yeah, if they want to see the hot cousin and oh, now she's the only man. Great, I'll see her naked. Let's go stay in the room with all the guys and look at her naked. All right, ladies, y'all clean up Christmas. Christmas. It's also
0: weird for her. Yeah, I wouldn't want all my like relatives.
2: Yeah, that's my Looking thing. I feel like naked. she's like my
0: brother-in-law, my cousin, yeah, Alice, no, my nephew. Well, she like, doesn't
2: care. It's marketing. I was saying I smart. would
0: care. That's weird. Well, yeah, but
2: you don't have an OnlyFans. It's she's naked. trying to hustle out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but <laughs> it's like if I
0: did, I wouldn't want my relatives seeing and, and it. And
1: the marketing, it's like. Uh, okay so your hope is that your brother-in-law looks at your only fans and then what tells his friends like hey maybe, check out yeah. my i think probably passes she didn't it, give on it to, to others her
2: cousins or her brothers or her yeah actual family she gave it to the people who were married in the men who were married yeah. in. She's not that, i mean like i'm thinking about
0: like your mm-hmm. relatives zoe that are my in-laws they feel like my family that close it's a, there's like
2: 50 you people she said are. like second
0: cousins and it's yeah, like a huge like thing, thing. that's how my christmases and things so are at
2: christmas and like somebody comes and passes out things so you know it's cousins i am you see thinking once, about that but it's cousins you see once a year
0: it's still it would be really weird for them to hand that out yeah. it would be okay. a really good movie though okay so kristen and i have cousins that we don't see regularly so say say
1: that we went to some kind of family reunion and the cousins we don't see regularly are there, and you know the cousin I'm thinking of. Yeah, and you know I would love this day so and, much. And, it would be like and the she best walks holiday in ever. And she gives, she yeah. gives James a James call. And an and fans, yeah, yeah. And and first of all, I let would me, find me it say hilarious. that the cousin that may be listening, it's not you. I yeah, promise. Right, it's yeah. not you. <laughs> Any of the cousins, it's the other one. Yes. It's the one we all you know, know. You know. You know, you know the who, one. You know who? Yeah. Um, I, I would find it hilarious. It would be a story I'd be telling for years. But I also know that James wouldn't lie about it and pocket it. He would tell me. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm thinking. Peter would immediately be like, Oh my God, what like, at gave this, me would like, pull it And up we would together. be like pulling it up. Yeah. Yeah. But imagine if they didn't. Imagine they're like, What? No, I didn't yeah. get it and then stuck it in their pocket and right. opened it. Like that w- then you'd be pissed. It wouldn't be funny anymore. Some
2: people have a little bit more shame.
0: Yeah. And I could see, so he's coming into the family. They're not married yet. Maybe
1: he felt weird about it and was yeah, like possible. And just didn't want He wanted to, to let it just die. Like, yeah. He opened he didn't it thinking it was a be... gift card or something. And then it was like, oh, God, this is weird. Yeah. And Ditch didn't want to s- start a fight or... Also, maybe it made him question this family, too.
0: Maybe yeah. he's like, what am I marrying into? No,
2: he was ready to go look at that OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because even... She was like, if every person got it, first of all, we know she knows he got it. Mm-hmm. Then for her to be like, oh, my God, did you get that? He could be like, yeah, this is crazy. But instead he lied about it. Yeah. I don't know if I would end a relationship over it.
1: I don't did. Were they in their mid 20s? Is that what I, don't I, so. I yeah. think so? Yeah. Yeah. I could see just being clumsy and not knowing how to navigate this at 25 or whatever.
0: Maybe. I it's, mean, it's forgivable. Yeah, but
1: it de- I wouldn't it depends. end an engagement over it. I think I would just have some conversations about boundaries and what to do next time. And <laughs> the next time one of my family members gives you a discount. If for their this only woman fans, is in your family, who knows gonna what she's going to she, next year? She'll probably hand out books with her own like breasts in them to everyone. I don't know. <laughs> here's a book with my breasts yeah so next time just like tell me <laughs> yeah all right third and final third and final a fellow employee told me that he plans to quit the company in two months and start a new job that has been guaranteed to him meanwhile my boss told me that he wasn't going to give me a new opportunity in our company because he was going to give it to my fellow employee now what should i do okay wait co-worker found another job that's guaranteed quitting in two months quitting in two months so basically, he knows you want that, this job, yeah, but your boss has said it's going to your to, coworker. Yes, and what do you do? I think you write it out. Mm, really? Yeah, you can't. Well, you can't out the person for leaving. Why? I just don't think that's a good look. Because the person could always back out. Then you look like the bad guy. You just don't. I, in my opinion, I don't like to get involved in other people's business. I could see that side of things, but I don't know that that's what I would do. What yeah. would you do? If so, I wanted this new opportunity, and clearly I've talked to the boss about it, and the boss says, yeah, I think you'd be great for it, but we're going to go with this employee. You'd throw them under the bus and say, well, they're leaving? I would just say, yeah. They could always back out, though. I mean, I probably wouldn't, because then I wouldn't want the boss to think that I'm like... You know how many offers that like James has gotten that he's accepted, but then his company comes back and counters and it's just never final till they're gone. It's not. But also my loyalty isn't to this other employee. My loyalty is to myself and to my boss. Yeah. I just think it could set you up to look bad. This would be my mind's way of thinking about it. It would set me up to look bad like I'm trying to create drama because what if the person never does resign and then it looks like I'm cutthroat trying to get this job throwing them under the bus. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I see that. I. I could argue either side, but again, my loyalty isn't to this other employee. It's to myself and to my boss. But you've gotten your answer. Yeah, but I I would probably just tell the boss, like, hey, I understand that you want to go with this person. Just an FYI, just in case you want to talk to them about this, see how it rides out, give them the chance. But I just don't want to see you waste two months of time, money, training for him to just walk out on you. I just feel like that's, I would say that. And that's what I would, if I was in the situation as the boss, that's what I would, I would want to know if someone was planning on leaving before you waste time and resources and to putting them in like through a new, into a new position.
0: I think I would be bitter that they wanted to hire the other person. Mm -hmm. And so I would think, fine, go ahead, waste your resources, see the bad choice you made. But don't you find that would just make you more resentful in the
1: long run? No, because then you'd probably get the job when that person left. Yeah, yeah i would ride it out i'd play it cool watch how it all unfolds be like the best employee i could be and just see okay what okay second months. option if the first one feels too aggressive for y'all second option go to the other employee and just say hey i'm getting passed up for this opportunity
0: be, uh and if you're planning on leaving in two months that's fine but i feel like you should tell them that i don't know it depends on the relationship with that person and they might not want to tell them because mm-hmm. they're going to need their paycheck until they move on to the next job. Yeah, because a lot of times they'll say, okay, well, today is your last day. We'll walk you out.
1: Like, mm-hmm. You never know if it's going to be that kind of thing. Yeah, you never know. But I, that's what I'm saying. It's like, why are we protecting this other employee? Because well, they it's need your, the job it, yeah, too. It's, and it's your friend. I mean, it's just not that cutthroat. Like when you work, I'm more of like a cooperative person than competitive. So for me, I always just think of like the, like, how can we all figure this out? So it works for everyone versus competing. Yeah, but I think and again, I guess it just depends on the company depends on the people, but I think it's okay to say like, hey, I think you should at least tell them don't take this new opportunity. Just tell them that you've got such and such coming up. Yeah, they can't, though. They need the money until then.
0: I mean, maybe they'll just turn down the job offer if they know they're going to be leaving soon. Right.
1: I'm saying that he should just this other employee should say like, oh, hey, thanks for recognizing me, but I'm happy with the role that I'm in right now. But they may not know this is coming. And so this may change their plan about leaving. That's what I'm saying. I mean, who knows? I would just let it ride out.
0: Yeah, I think I would ride it out too. Zoe? Yeah, ride it out. Oh, wow. As always, thanks for taking our advice. Keep sending in your anonymous questions at sistersnotsaints.com and follow us on all social media platforms at Sisters Not Saints Podcast. Help the sisters out and please be sure to follow, rate, and review us wherever you're listening to this episode. It really helps us out.